1: Hey, it's C Sparky Fiber, 1250 AM, The Fan, uh, along with our guy, Dwight Albrecht, over there at the Spare Time Pro Shop. Follow him on Twitter at Dewey300. You can follow my guy, Phil Brillo, $2 Phil at Brew City Bowling. You can follow me. Uh, at sparky radio we're going to recap the uh, 2024 pba league elite league draft they really need a title sponsor like pepsi like pepsi uh, pba draft or something we need a title sponsor that's mm-hmm. the goal for next year i'll uh, we'll see how that works out uh oh, okay so uh, lots to get into concerning mm-hmm. uh the pba uh, draft show before we do that and we will do that uh dwight uh, if people are last minute Christmas shopping uh, for the holidays or whatever the case may be, yeah. uh, uh, what are, are, what's the hot items uh, that people are coming in and, and wanting to buy uh, inside the uh, spare time pro shop in New Berlin? Cause look, uh, yeah, dad may bowl, mom may bowl. Kids may have no idea what's good, what's not good, but I want to get mom mm-hmm. or dad, you know, yeah. a, a new ball. Cause right. I think that would be pretty cool, but they don't know where to start. Right.
2: So what would you say? Well, <clears throat> What we, su- <clears throat> <sorry. clears throat> what we suggest is gift certificates because we are such a specialized sport. Uh, but bags and shoes are typically the last-minute items. Um, balls are, have to be something that we have to be discussed with. Phil and I were just talking about that before the show started and how many ball releases are coming out that pro shops can't even keep up with it. And and so it just really becomes very specialized for that individual person. Uh, bags and shoes are a little bit more generic, and so those are usually uh, good last-minute um uh, presents, but we always recommend uh, gift certificates uh, just so we have a chance to really dial in what the person needs. Let me follow up now with going the other way.
1: Let's say it's an adult mm-hmm. and we're buying a bowling ball or something along those lines for our kids, Yep, depending on age or whatever the case may be. Wh- which way do they go there? Because I think a lot of parents are like, oh, cool. There's one here at Walmart I'm going to get or oh, look here. There's one at Dunham's or Dick's. I'm just going to get one of these. Uh, what would you
2: say to those parents? Uh, keep it simple uh, when you're dealing with a kid, keep it simple. Um, usually hard plastic. Um, our job is to select the correct weight based off of age and build and to do our job and make sure they're properly fitted. Right. So from that
1: perspective,
2: it doesn't matter where they get it from as long as it's hard plastic. Our plastic is hard plastic. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I really don't think it's going to matter for years, decades, the commercial line plastic balls that you saw at department stores where very few people carry anymore. I know Kmart was like one of the last uh, Dunham sells pre-drilled plastic balls, uh, but they're made by the same manufacturers that they're just not a commercial brand, right? They're yeah. not in a catalog. Yeah. It's, it's It's not a licensed brand of plastic balls. The one thing I've realized
1: is it is hard to find kids bowling shoes online yeah. or whatever the case may be. Cause I mean, he's size well, one. So it is very, very
2: difficult to try and find. I mean, you literally have like two brands that you may have an option of, and that is it. KR Strikeforce makes them. We tried it the first couple of years we were open. A satin and collected dust. I bet because a lot of people would rather just rent, rent, and have the Velcro or whatever the, else. Well, the biggest thing was they'll outgrow them before they outwear them. Sure. Mm. Yeah, my kid doesn't grow, so I don't have that issue. And a <laughs> lot of the junior leagues include the shoes for the kids. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, we don't pay
1: for them. They're right. just disgusting. Like I, I'd rather have him have his own shoes than you know have right. the disgusting rental shoes. Yep. We can. And I get know them, you we spray can the aerosol them cans in them and all that, and that's supposed to make things better. I don't know. Uh.
2: Yeah, that sanit- is what it is. Sanitizing yeah. spray. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: sure. Right. Yeah. It's still disgusting. Either it way, is. you look at it. Uh, OK, so those are some Everyone of the... should have their own shoes. <laughs> right. Because and the reason I'm bringing this up is so we're not going to do shows for the next couple of weeks. Right. So the next right. time you hear from us will be coming up uh, after New Year's uh, in January will be our next show after this one. So I just want to kind of get there out, get this out there. Let Dwight promote the, the pro shop, uh, get some uh, balls and items out there that he thinks
2: are the high, What's the hot bowling ball that people are buying right now? Oh, right now, that's easy. Right now, Brunswick came out with a ball called the DBA Violent Collision. And right in the name, it says violent. So it is a real skid-flippy, big hooking pearl, and that matches up to a lot of league bowlers and tournament bowlers. And that thing is sizzling hot right now. Really? hmm How much is it, Dwight? 239 drilled for from us without inserts. We had seven pre-orders on it, which is huge for a new ball. And then are ready for additional, the ball been out a week. So we sold already 11 yeah. of that one ball.
1: So you've already had people in-house bowling in league with it already? Yes. So you've been out right. there to watch it? Yes.
2: And it's a strong pearl. It is. Yeah. yeah.
3: It's a very strong it, pearl. For the spray and pray bowler, it's the best ball of the year for 2023 is what I've heard. That's me. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like a lot of league bowlers, spray and pray. Spray
1: and pray, right. <laughs> and it I mean, spraying and praying, you can still average 200 nowadays. Right. right. So, which is fine. Uh, <laughs> okay. He is Phil Brilo, Dwight Aubrey, Steve Sparky, Fiverr. Let's go over this uh, PBA draft thing. They did Wednesday night. Okay. So a couple of things changed. So you weren't able to keep three. You had to keep two. Um, so they eliminated a couple of teams. We talked about that last week on the spare time bowling show. Uh, so going in the pool of players was bigger going into this thing. First pick was Dom Barrett uh, to LAX. Uh, and again, other first round picks uh, in order. Cooley, Lavois, Lavoie, Ah, uh, Moore, Ogle, Maldonado, was seven? I don't. Know. Uh, and Stu Williams uh, at eight. Those uh, were the first round picks. Was Dom Barrett the guy that should have won first overall in your
3: opinion, Phil Broughton? Yeah, shot maker, easy, absolute shot maker. You look at the first four guys, shot maker, shot maker, shot maker, shot maker. Mm-hmm. These guys are getting out. They're going to get their 15 minutes of practice on the pair, and they're only bowling two Baker games in these matches. So the conditions basically gonna be fresh. These guys, some of these guys like do really well once the lanes open up and they can, you know, grip it and rip it and everything else, they'll you know they they're not gonna have time for the lane to develop, it's just not gonna happen. So that's why you saw those those shot makers go first. It's not like previous years where okay, who's got the best shot at Bayside on the mark roth type of thing? They're bowling on every single PBA pattern They, you know, whatever the pattern is for the week at that center. That's what they're blowing on in league. So you have to have the shot makers that can find something. As they play the lane front to back, they're going to be able to see where the where their break point is, and then the other teammates can all make that adjustment off the break point using the front part of the lane because the front part of the lane is still going to be pretty fresh even when they get into that second Baker match Makes in the sense. night. Yeah, yeah well, that's. I wasn't surprised by any of those first four picks.
2: My only thought on that is uh, in that round one, I would have took out B.J. Moore uh, uh, Oglebaby, possibly Malat, possibly I would have replaced it with uh, Jason Sterner, second round, Chris Barnes, Jace, uh, Jake Peters. If you're still going after that, um, shot maker type of role, how much uh, does Barnes have left in him? I think a lot. Yeah. He's still good. Oh, yeah. 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 I, he's... I am very anxious to see because Chris kids Barnes is day. Chris
1: Barnes, he's one, he's the first pick. So clearly they don't think that Barnes is Barnes anymore. You follow the second round. That means those guys making those selections don't believe Chris Barnes is Chris Barnes, right? Because if Chris Barnes is Chris Barnes, he's one. If Chris Barnes is Chris Barnes, he's on a team
3: already. I think part of that was, is that the Ballards figured that Barnes was going to drop it in the second round and they wanted their shot maker with BJ Moore. Dell and CDB both have had BJ on their team before he's got three Elias cups under his belt. He has the experience, I I oh, don't fault him yeah. I know
1: Barnes has experience. I'm not questioning. Well, yeah, that. But, I'm just saying it's he's the guy that he was. Because when you look at this, you go mm, maybe not. I mean, yeah. you didn't see him on TV. I mean, last year he he wasn't somebody that nope. was on
2: TV regularly anymore. That's not a thing anymore with him. Right. Yeah. So I mean that that's why I was asking the question. Well, yeah. What I think everyone missed is Graham Fah. I mean, the guy struck every time and yep. I don't know if he can repeat it Almost fell again, into but the third
3: round. He went all the way to the seventh yeah. pick in the second round of Portland. Once again, you're looking at an entire season this year instead of who's going to be the good lefty I need in Portland. Right. And I think yeah. that's one of the reasons why you had a buttruff and a couple other lefties fall way back this year because if you look at how the le- it's feast or famine for the lefties. Yep. And you only get them for four shots in a match, so I they think. better make four really good shots. But they
2: do really well at Portland.
3: Oh, yeah. If they get there, sure. Mm-hmm. But you got to get there this year. There's only taken six of the teams out of the eight to the finals.
2: If I'm pissed.
0: I'm
1: pissed. I mean, I fall all the way to the third round. You're damn right I'm pissed. It ain't like that dude hasn't done anything in his career and doesn't deserve to be higher than that. But again, it's all based on, you know, again, strategy and everything else. And Mm -hmm. I can get down with that, and I understand that, and we'll see who was right. All right, let's go over uh, these rosters because this is fun. I saw somebody on Twitter, and I laughed out loud. Like, hey, Helmonte should take Sean Rash. Now we'd have something. Hey, I'm with you. That would have been fun. And Belmont <laughs> takes Sean Rash and have them on the same team. Now. Never going to happen. No, of course I, not. But it would have been fun. It would have been a good storyline. Oh my god, and it you would have, see have been each other games
3: high fives or a little hug. Yeah. I don't I don't think crossing those two off the list of is ever bonding. I don't think I think someday it could, you know, if the if the rosters oh, juggle around again. No yeah, I think it I, I think the, the time has mellowed things. Hmm. honestly they're both under they're both under brands of storm bowling as well and you know they've done you know yeah and 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 you know they're out there all the time and i don't i don't think it's the 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 cold war was between those two you know 10 years ago that type of thing
1: clue me in here because i i I, i'm not in the loop Uh, necessarily because we were not doing this for a while and you guys i'm sure we're still in. so how did he end up at storm rash wasn't happy with Brunswick.
3: Sim- so it was his simple. choice. They, didn't, his they choice. didn't say, we're good, we're moving on. He said, I'm good, I'm moving on. And I think he it was pretty, mu- by the time that happened five years ago, I think it was pretty mutual. Pretty mutual that he was Yeah, done. There mm-hmm. was things coming out of both directions on not agreeing with each other and personality clashes and that type of thing. No. Yeah. A personality clash yeah. with Sean? Yeah.
2: Never.
3: <laughs> that would have been a good
2: question for Chuck Garner because I feel sorry for Chuck. If he had to be the one to take care of Sean,
3: well, back at back in the time frame, yeah, yes. it was he was he was Chuck was the lead guy out on uh out on to the uh, br- yeah. tour rep for Brunswick. He was the
1: psychologist for Sean. <laughs> well,
3: now <laughs> every they're, day, well, you look at you look at at Storm Bowling from last year and the performances. You know they had enough guys. They're always gonna have enough guys to make the shows and stuff like that. And now Jim Callahan's coming. They announced it this week that Jim Callahan's coming back and he's going to be like the big guy on tour. He's going to be like their version of Chuck how Chuck Gardner was. You know a few years back before Chuck cut back, and now Callahan's coming back on a tour, and, and and he's going to be the guy in charge of the other ball reps, and out there uh, probably a lot of the events as well. I'm sure we'll see Jim, and you know Jim's Jim's been you know one of the guys that's been instrumental uh, for for sex, sex success as a guys like Frankie Lavoie and even a bit of Belmo and you know that type of thing. The guy so, they
0: trust, right, or a guy that they trust, right? Yeah. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and member FDSE.
1: Uh, all right, so uh, LAX, Belmonte, McHugh, and we knew all that. Uh, Barrett, Kaiko, Darren Tang, Kevin Williams.
3: Thoughts, Phil Brilo? Strong lineup. Mm-hmm. Barrett, you have as your shot maker. It wouldn't surprise me if Barrett let off every match this year. Uh, the shots were... The left side's got to look. You'll see Kevin Williams in there. Uh, the, the the three guys you're going to see rotating a lot are going to be Keiko Tang and Williams. I mean, it's going to be condition specific to the week, and you know, there's going to be weeks these guys are going to have to under, you know these guys are going to have to understand and be patient that there's going to be weeks where they're just they're cheerleading and they're the extra set of eyes for the team that type of thing. And so it's going to be interesting to see how some of these players react as the season goes on if they don't get in the league for two or three weeks in a row, like a, a, which will probably happen with the lefties. It wouldn't surprise me one bit. Hmm. So,
1: so that's uh, LAX. Uh, let's go to Motown Muscle, EJ Tackett, Anthony Simonson. Very good. Um, then it's Sam Cooley, Jason Sterner, Justin Knowles, and Zach Tackett. Attack it with a tacket. I know we're all surprised. Yeah. Uh, but having said that, when you go down and you look at these lists, I kind of look at it like the NBA to a degree. And maybe mm-hmm. I should And Maybe Dwight, you'll tell me I'm nuts. In the NBA, when you get to a playoff series, normally the best player in the series team wins mm-hmm. most of the time. So if Michael Jordan is in a series with the Bulls, regardless of who he's with, normally they're going to win because he's going to be the best player in the series. Right. If Shaq is in a series in his prime, he's going to win the series. He's more than likely. He's the best player. Giannis, for the most part, mm-hmm. gets to a series. Now, maybe not as much with Giannis because they've gotten upset several times. But, uh, you know, you would think that that would be the best player. I kind of look at this and say the top two players on each team Whoever has the best top two is probably going to win the, these Baker formats. Maybe that's wrong because you got three other guys, and maybe it doesn't work that way in the Baker format and bowling. Uh, but EJ Tack and Anthony Simonson, that is
2: tough. Dwight. I think it's the weak link when you have this format. We saw it last year. You know, We were talking about who was going to be the one on that team that was going to have that big open and allow the other team to win because he get just two shots at it. So we have to look at these formats on, okay, who's the weak link? Like I look at uh, LAX and I agree with Phil's strong team, but I think the weak link in there could be Keiko and, and Darren um, uh Motown muscle, I think is pretty evenly split out. Maybe Zach Tackett because of his inexperience uh, mm-hmm. being on TV. Uh, that could be the possible weak link. Uh, Justin Knowles already has been on TV. Uh, so, um, I like those first two teams. I think they could go far. You know, the other thing, too, about
1: this is, is, is talking about a Zach Tackett for a second, right? Hmm. Um, or a Knowles, because I don't think he was on a team previously. No, first year. When, when you get into that situation, I don't know if you necessarily understand the pressure that maybe comes with it when you're in one of these PBA league things. Now, maybe the pressure won't be felt as much because you're in these random cities around the country, you're not in bowling heaven. So maybe yeah. the crowd won't be there. Maybe it'll just feel like just normal bowling and it, it, that pressure won't be there. But a lot of times when you get in this PBA League matches, there's a lot of pressure of not wanting to screw up and so forth. Absolutely. And how they handle that being in this team format is something else. And I think that's a great point by Dwight as far as how do they
3: handle that from a mental perspective? Well, I think one thing to keep in mind this year, too, is that you know you're going to be throwing more than four shots for your season. That's all you had in Portland last year. I mean, or you had two shots for your season if you were in the bottom five last year. You had two shots for your entire season. You saw some guys that didn't respond really well to that. And
2: and then guys that did, like Graham Fox.
3: Right. And so this year, I think with the longer format, nobody's going to go through 14 Baker game matches without at least one or two opens. I mean, I don't care if you're EJ Tackett. You're going to make a mistake here or there. Uh, And I think that's going to help some of these younger guys, like a Justin Knowles and a Zach Tackett, where – you know they're going to have time to gel with the other players on their team after the first week or two, and 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 start to make things happen. And as the the team managers, or if the manager's not there, apparently the captain gets to make the call because some weeks the managers might not be there. Uh, they'll designate a captain, and the captain will get things done. And you know it, it's going to be a little less instant pressure. You saw it last year with Frank Snodgrass; he did not have a really good first couple of shots no. out there, but then he turned around once the teammates got him settled down, lined up. Man, he, he didn't Yeah, I a mean, the purple hammer, yeah. too. Right, and then it was just, here we go. Let's just ride this to the wind. So, yeah. So, I think the format helps with some of these picks where they're going to realize that uh, you don't have to, you know, it's it's not two balls and you're done. Or it's not four balls and you're done type thing.
1: Akron, Adams, Splitters.
3: You could have given me all kinds of cities around the country to pick
1: where they would have a league team. Akron would not <laughs> be one of them. But either way, here we are. Chris Vi, yes versus Spence in the top two. That's pretty good. We just talked about Svensson the other day about he kind of hasn't lived up maybe to the hype that a lot of people had on him. Uh, Lavoie, Doherty, who knows how that's going to go. Uh, Dick Allen, everybody likes him, uh, and Nick Pate uh, round up these top five. I think they're. I think it's a nice team. It is. Um, I don't know if it's uh, we're going to win the whole thing necessarily, but I think it's you know one through three and maybe one through four if Doherty is on. Yeah. It's going to be very formidable.
3: Well, and with Doherty, he's kind of like a second captain or second set of eyes for Mark Baker being the manager of that team. Doherty has the experience out there and Doherty's bold under Baker's watch before. And that's one of the reasons why Baker picked him when he saw Doherty was still available in that second draft round is like he's going to be a great fit for my team and he's going to be a great fit with everybody that I have on the team as well. So that's why Doherty was that second round pickup, which I thought was, you know, once it got down him, I thought maybe they let him try to slide another round, but Baker wasn't going to wait. Let me ask you this. So when
1: I was in my 20s, um, I was angry a lot, um, partied a lot. Mm -hmm. uh, And now, mid-40s and party zero, uh, (laughs) have kids, right? And still angry quite a bit, mostly at the 16-year-old. But for the most part, not nearly as angry as I used to be, right? A lot more mellow, even though my kids wouldn't believe me. So that's kind of how it is. With Doherty, have you seen any change in Doherty from, say, 10 years ago to Tom Doherty now? Because outside looking in, I'm, again, back when I used to go World Series of bowling and kind of got to know these guys, I'd have a better feel of what's going on. Now that I'm not, I, I don't have as much of a feel other than what I see on TV. Outside looking in, again, it appears he's the same dude. Because if he's the same dude then I am going to still, my 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 question on Doherty is still going to be the same because yeah. if he's right, dude, he's a rock star. Yeah. If he's wrong, his mojo can bring everybody around on him depending on how he's feeling. That's That that would be my concern on Doherty. But again, outside looking
3: in, Phil, you've been around him much more than I have the last uh, few years. I The drive on the lanes is the same, if not more, for time. And I think that really winning the world championship a couple of years back really helped enforce that in him. Off the lane I don't you know I don't see these guys off the lanes much to be honest but when I see Tim on the lanes man it, it, it's business and he he gets down to work and he he's not out there going through the motions that type of thing I don't ever worry and, about him going through the motions yeah.
1: I more worry about the physical demeanor of seeing him wearing his emotions and when you're on a team and you make a couple of bad shots or whatever else I don't need to see you like dying Uh, outwardly while everybody else is trying to figure out how to win this thing. Like you've got to be able to move and forget about it and root on your guys and get back in the middle of this thing. It's kind of like being a cornerback that gets beat for a touchdown or, you know, missing a shot or whatever the case may be. You can't have that. You, you've you got to be able to just be like, okay, I screwed up. Fine. It is what it is. Let me see if I can help these other guys out, find a different line form or whatever, and be that great teammate. Individual bowling, you want to screw yourself, have at it. But when you're on yes. a team, you don't get that opportunity because if you do that, then you're being selfish and you're not a good
2: teammate. I see him as more of an individual bowler than a team bowler because um, he is one of those guys that takes care of business. Um, you're right. When you're in a team type of format, you have to be like the All of them have to be like a cheerleader uh, cheering on the other uh, bowler when they're on there. And he's pretty subdued.
3: Yeah. I I just think it's, I don't think Baker would have taken him if he wasn't in in it for the team. I really don't because Mark's been around so much competition internationally with teams, that type of thing as well. Uh, He's not going to get the guy that looks for himself. I I think there's just something that, baker sees that we might not be seeing or baker hears that we might not be hearing
1: look if you look at tom doherty when he's on like i said he's on and i'm not saying he doesn't want his teammates to do well or win but again again i've I've been there i've watched dwight be there so when 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 you're not bowling well and things are going wrong you get pissed at yourself and you start getting in your own head and you're just thinking about the last shot and you can't let it go That's fine when you're single bowling, but when you're team bowling, my point is he can't be sitting there for three frames, pissed off at himself and everybody else is trying to get going and keep the positive vibes up. And there's Tom kind of just like kind of in his own head, still thinking about how he screwed up. That's, that's what I'm talking about.
3: I just haven't seen that on the TV shows with Tom. I, I, they like said, I, and I've seen enough of them. I just have never seen that with no matter whose teammates have been. It'll be fun to see. kind of Yeah, it's going to be. Out. I mean, it may, hey, maybe, hey, Tom, if you're listening, get on the show. You won't be anymore. <laughs> we'll <talk to> <laughs> uh, okay. New Jersey
1: Kingpins, Marshall Kent, Packy Hanrahan,
3: BJ Moore,
1: Chris Barnes, Kyle Sherman, Richie Treese. They're a fun team. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are a lot of fun guys on that team. Hanrahan's fun. Sherman's fun. Uh, Barnes is cool. BJ Moore, Marshall Kent. It's probably one of the more likable teams. Uh, out there solid, right? Mm-hmm. I would yeah. say solid one through four. Maybe yeah. Kyle Sherman is kind of in that area somewhere along those lines. Um again, nice team. I don't yes. know if they have enough to
3: win it, but it's a it's a nice team Phil. I think Kyle Sherman and Richie Tees are the wild cards on this team. Agreed. And it's just a matter of you've got great shot makers with with more Barnes and Kent. You've got Hanrahan hand there when the left side's going to be looking real sweet you know Packy won twice last year he knows what it's like to be a winner now he's won Elias Cup before when he was with Portland for a season uh yeah it's it's Sherman and Teese and, and what the Ballards can do to get them focused and and lined up with everybody else and and not making the the mental mistake where all of a sudden it's the washout or the split type of thing i i yeah. think of a deal is it to have
1: the Ballards together coaching a team toy.
2: It's going to be a new experience for all of us, won't it? Um, God, they both bring so much experience. Yep. Um, uh, I love them both. I think they're both great. uh, Smart. Um, So I guess time will tell. Um, I didn't think she made good decisions last year uh, when she was on TV. and She moved and changed her lineup, uh, and it backfired on her, um, on Carolyn. So we'll see what they do together. Maybe the collaboration will, you know, uh, help. Um, I see a couple guys on that team, Kent and BJ, uh, you gotta be careful when you have all that power, because then you could also have that those super big splits, uh, pop up in, in a Baker format, two game match that can take you out again. So, um, you got that power, marriage of power and control. And those guys have a history of leaving a Greek church or, a, or a four count on sure. TV very easily.
1: All right, let's talk about the Las Vegas High Rollers. This team is intriguing as all hell to me. Um, so, Andrew Anderson. Okay. A.J. Johnson. Great feature on A.J. Johnson on uh, WBBM Radio down in Chicago. Just saw it today on social media. Retweeted it. Great story on A.J. about the Olympics and all that stuff. Uh, so, make sure to check that out. So, Andrew Anderson, A.J. Johnson. Matt Ogle, Matt Russo, and how the stars have fallen. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sean Rash and Thomas Larson at the bottom. And again, Thomas Larson was another one of those young guns that you know years ago that was common and everybody was like oh here we go he's gonna be another one of those guys yeah. and then sean rash has had all of his physical issues so right. i'm not gonna sit here and bash sean rash for being this low because he's battling all kinds of physical issues who knows where you know he's
3: gonna be when did you say that surgery was he, just, he had a couple of weeks back he had ablation surgery so they burned off nerves in his back oh my jeff God. riggles from 11 frame.com had a nice interview with sean he posted yesterday Oh, yeah. So, really nice interview with Sean. If you don't subscribe to Eleventh Frame, you should. You should. He's the most most focused independent bowling journalist there is by far, not even close. And uh, yeah, and so Sean, you know, he, you know, is he going to be ready for week one at the Players Championship? He's going to try his damnedest, but if you know, he's not going to risk an entire season on it. Don't do it. Yeah, I would say play it as safe as possible. And then Thomas Larson, his girlfriend was pregnant last year, had medical issues, so he spent most of his time back home in Denmark. Uh, so, I, you know, he's he's one of the hardest practicers there. He posts to social media all the time clips of him practicing or bowling stuff in Denmark or Europe or that type of thing. He's he's coming back over sharp. I wouldn't count him out. I, I would just he fell to the sixth round because he wasn't out on tour last year. If I mean, Rash and Larson are right, that
1: team's really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If they're right, read. If they're right, <clears throat> if Rash right. is physically limited uh, after this back surgery and isn't right. That hurts. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. If Larson isn't that guy that Phil says he could be, that hurts too. Then then it's going to be tough. Because I, I don't know if you, I don't know if you have enough to win if Russo is your four. I guess I'll I'll say that. Put it that well, way once again. I like Anderson. Mercy, yeah. I like AJ Johnson. I'm good with Ogle. Yep. He did well last year, right? Yep. Russo, I'm
3: not there on Russo if yep, he's four. But he struck every shot but one. That's true. But last year. that's once you get to Portland. You got to right. you get to Portland first. You got to get to Portland. All these yeah, you other gotta, centers. Two was, teams
2: are not going to make it to
3: Portland. Right. Yeah, I mean, I was watching all these fans on the Bull TV. I think Chicago didn't make it to the draft. Yeah.
2: Right.
3: Uh, I was watching the Bull TV stream last night, and there were just all these fans just getting all upset about how guys were getting picked and going, and that's everything. It's like, fans, you got to remember there's 14. Two game Baker matches making up the season. It's not like these guys are going to Portland right away. Right. No, but this is yeah. what
1: but this is the thing, Phil. You want that. You want the emotions, you want the fans oh, arguing I understand. about who should go where. It's like the NFL draft or whatever. You uh, want that. The one yeah. thing you don't want is everybody going, This is boring. This right. kind oh, of sucks. Yeah. Like yeah. you want them. Dude, what the hell are they doing with that pick? Right. That's what you want. If if I'm Tom Clark and I see that, I'm going, okay, people are paying just, attention to have an opinion. That right. is, and again. And I'm going to kind of sort of to to the horn of this show yeah. that that's what kind of makes this a little bit different than a lot of these other shows. Yeah. With all due respect to the rest of you, a lot of the other shows are, you know, pro bowling. Don't want to hurt anybody's feelings, blah, 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 yeah. blah. And it's not really kind of a sports talk show type deal. Right. And I don't give a crap. And we just go. Yeah. And that's kind of kind of how it works a, a little bit differently. You want fans to treat bowling like they treat right. the NFL or yeah. Major League Baseball or the NBA and are critical of their franchises for doing dumb things or yeah. praising them for doing good things or whatever. That's what you want. You yeah. want that. The other thing I have a question on, because it just popped in my head, what about trades?
3: Yeah, there's, there, there's a trade window right now. There's going to be another trade window in March. So they've got two trade windows. They'll also have a waiver wire where if a, a team gets down to four players because of injuries or whatever absences there are, they're going to be able to pick up available players that were eligible off the waiver wire. Belmont to,
1: yep. to trade for rash yep i want Belmont to trade for rash could you imagine it would blow phil i'm telling you it would blow yes.
3: up oh yeah it would. people oh, no
1: would lose their minds if that happened yeah that would be great and then you go to sean and sean's got like his back brace on he's kind of laid up <laughs> in bed or whatever else he's like in a ton of pain and he's just uh F you, Jason. I still can't stand you, or something like that. That's the response from like the bed. You're making like a WWE style response, or whatever the case may be, whatever. Crotch yeah, right. Uh, yeah. F you, I'm still better than you. You better not blow this for our team. Blah, 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 blah. You know, that would be amazing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, there's, God, a, there's a 10 so day
3: window good. now, so who knows? No,
1: uh, I know it ain't yeah. happening. Okay. I, yeah. Go bowling Dallas strikers. Yeah.
3: Okay. Norm tried drafting himself, by the way, last night. In case you missed that, I did miss. He was that. gonna, yeah. You you sent the draft pick the time, and it was him. And Tom so, said, "No, you can't." Tom do said, you that. can't." Well, that's too <laughs> bad. And then the next round, Belmo said he wanted to draft uh, the the Tackett's new baby boy so <laughs> that's good <laughs> now that's smart i like that so for future considerations right i so, get the baby yeah so eddie eddie dean tackett's going to be eligible 2041 probably so yeah Ooh, eddie yeah. dean I eddie like dean that.
1: Eddie yeah dean. that eddie is
2: Dean's nice come out in a cup
3: position. i didn't know <laughs> i haven't had, yeah i just saw the social media post from natalie and ej last night so that's good
1: congratulations it sounds like
3: all's well with them so.
1: okay so tommy jones bill o'neill sean maldonado jake peters jacob buttriff frank mm-hmm. snodgrass mm-hmm. If Buttriff is Buttriff, they're going to have a chance. That's my thoughts on this. Now, again, we can be critical of whether or not Tommy Jones should be in this situation of being a one on a team uh, or whatever the case is. Because, again, he's older like Barnes and so forth, but mm-hmm. it is what it is. But I love O'Neill. I love Buttriff. Peters and Maldonado, I think, are... are pretty solid right i don't worry as much about them it's not you have no idea i mean he he did well last year like phil pointed out once they got him all strained out yeah. uh and then tommy jones but if buttrip is buttrip and buttrip is the best bowler on this team then i think now you have a legitimate chance at
2: it. he's got a leg injury doesn't
3: he he's back he bowled the tournament in st louis last weekend and it was he bowled 20 some games in the weekend and got through it fine OK, so it's uh, there's some lingering things on that. There's some lingering personal issues.
2: What about Jacob? I
3: think that made him drop down the down the draft order. And I think that's just why he didn't go out till the fifth round.
2: OK, wasn't O'Neal uh, not 100 percent last year also? And that's why he tried 14 pounds D- of weight.
3: Well, no, no, no. The, the O'Neal missed the league because of a, a different injury. And that's why they brought DJ Archer on for the strikers right before. So Bill tried to get through the injury, couldn't do it. Phil's fine now, so he's ready for the season. Is he
2: back to 15-pound weight?
3: Yeah, he's been, he was back to 15-pound weight to, uh, before the end of the season last year. Okay. So, yeah. What do you think of this team, Phil? I like it. You get Norm behind you. You get his experience, and he's so good at reading lanes. And and uh, if Norm makes a lot of the stops uh, as, as the manager and can see that one extra thing for a guy that the other manager or captain misses, that could be the difference in a match. Yep. I, I think when you look at the captains on this thing, I think you're looking at the best captain out there with, with norm by right. far. And I think he can make a, sh- he can make a strike a game difference for his teams just from being there. And just for watching his guys and watching the ball motion and everything else.
2: I'm I'm going to miss seeing Johnny and Marshall. Yeah. as managers.
3: Yeah. Marshall Holman should be in the TV booth. I, I I'm
1: just, I'm going to keep saying it until somebody listens to me over there. Pete uh-huh. Weber should be in the TV booth. Yeah. Yeah. Marshall Holman should be in the TV booth. Absolutely. Not together. Right. <laughs> Not together. I don't think I trust that uh, one week, but you know, yeah, one week that guy. But during well, PBA league match play like this, right. uh, they should introduce that third man into the booth yeah. throughout uh. it. Right. Let Marshall do a couple of weeks. Let Pete yeah. Weber do a couple of weeks in that uh, during PBA league, make it feel a little bit more special yes. um, by having those other guys in there. Right. and go from there and bring back some of these other guys uh, that, that yes. you know have done it in the past and put them in the booth with Randy and yeah. I'm guessing Robson will not be doing these so mm-hmm. whoever they decide to, to put in there to do the play-by-play uh, Portland Lumberjacks wow this has chance to be mm-hmm. interesting Kyle Troop, Chris Prather again we go top two they're going to have a chance to win it immediately Wes Malott again if healthy and everything is okay with his back and everything else okay Grandpa, we saw what he did last year, obviously. But again, as Phil's pointed out, we are not in bowling heaven for all of these. Tom Smallwood mm, and Arturo Quintero. uh, Very entertaining, if nothing else. Uh, Okay, Phil Brilo. I love the top two.
3: I may love the top four if Wes is healthy. Your thoughts? I think Smallwood's the sneaky pick. I think Smallwood, especially on the fresh and his unique ball roll and everything, I think he could be a big difference on a lot of conditions. There's going to be weeks where you you might see Quintero in there instead of Fah. Uh You're going to see that core three no matter what with True Prather and Malat. You know what they should do? I just thought of this. They should have
1: made a rule where the first bowler and the second bowler, that the two keepers, mm-hmm. each have to sit out one Baker game at some point mm-hmm. during that lead up to Bowling Heaven. They each have to miss one game. You have to pick out which game you're going to miss. Yeah. You, you can bowl the second game. But each have to miss, or whatever, the first game. But you each have to miss one game throughout the run. You have to pick where that one game
3: is going to be and who it's going to be against. See, I think a fun format, we did some tournaments like this locally here in Milwaukee, is a true alternate shot. Your five guys, you're like if your first bowler, like if Kyle Troop leaves a 10-pin, Prather would have to step up and make the spare. And then Malat would be up in the second frame to throw the love first it. ball. I love that. I think I think that would be great. even more exciting. They do it in Ryder Cup. They do alternate shot. Yeah, yeah. I was watching uh, the the, uh, PBA, uh, the PGA and LPGA tournament this past weekend where they're doing alternate shot, and, and it was a lot of fun to watch. Or, or what if you did this? What if you said one through five bowls like normal,
1: but the sixth bowler is your spare shot maker for everybody for that game? I think you're going to see that a lot. What if you did that? What if you said the sixth bowler is to give me the guy. You have to pick up all the spares for your team. Yep. one through five or so on the first ball, the sixth guy doesn't throw a first ball the whole match, but he's got to go through and pick up spares. So he may both three, four frames in a row, picking up whatever the guy uh, leaves in front of him. Yeah. Then you got to look at um, on your lineup who's the best spare shooter. Correct. And now do you risk now the best spare shooter is Kyle Troop. Are you taking right. him out of the first ball then? Right. To have him be the, to the have strategy him be the, part of it. Right. Yeah. I, I to me I find I think that would be fun.
3: Well, the one le- you look at it. Who do you want shooting at a one two four ten washout if Kyle Troop leaves it? Do you want Kyle shooting at it again, or if a lefty shoots at it, that's right in his pocket, and that ten that headpin's going right towards that ten pin. I got a lot better chance of taking it out than the ball going away from it.
1: Yeah, but the same thing could be so, if it's on the other side, that lefty still has to shoot that
3: same well, shot. Right. But then, the, 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 then the righty can come. Yeah, then the righty can come in. If, let's say the lefty leaves a seven pin in the ninth frame. You want to make sure you get that spirit. Bring the guy in off the bench, bring the righty out. No no no. I, I, no, no,
1: no. What I'm saying is it's mandatory. Yeah. One for the whole sixth, game, right? That right. bowler, that sixth bowler picks up everybody's spares. Oh, everybody. Okay. Everybody. Okay. So you have to make the determination of <laughs> who is the sixth bowler. Right. That sixth bowler does okay. not bowl a first ball all the whole game. Yeah. But he has to pick up, you know, so if a Quintero, let's say, is the sixth bowler in this format, he picks up the spares for True, Prather, Malat, Fa, and Spauldwood. He's the spare guy. He's the one that, that bowls that second shot. Yeah. So now you have to make the determination of, Hey Wes, I love you, uh, but you're going to be our sixth guy because I feel more comfortable with you making spares this whole time than I do with Quintero yeah. or somebody else. That really adds a whole nother element of strategy yep. to it. If you want that,
3: well, way. there we go. That's two new formats that Tom yes. can incorporate <laughs> in the 2025 <laughs> right. season. Yep. there you go. We're here just for you, Tom. Right, guys.
1: Yeah, there <laughs> yeah. we go. I mean, if you just take us up to Maddie's Bar and Grill, you buy Tom. We yep. have lots of ideas. <laughs> I mean, New Berlin over here. Uh, okay, uh, Waco Wonders, the last team. Parker Bone, the third. Ryan Simonelli. Ryan Simonelli is as focused and just angry at the world as he was <laughs> last year into this thing. You got right. something. Whether or not he will be, don't know. Stu Williams, I've always had a soft spot for Stu. Loves Stu. Uh, Mitch Hooper, DJ Archer, and Tom Hess. This mm-hmm. team does nothing for me. <laughs> Pass Parker Bone. So Parker Bone's the only one that I'm <clears throat> I'm even remotely thinking has... Anything really to offer well, seminally? I think last year was uh, a revenge kind of yeah, screw you, everybody. Be. I don't know if you can recapture that again. I think that's tough. Now, uh, Stu was Williams so emotional
2: for him. Yeah, but, yeah.
1: I, I'm not sure Stu Williams has been Stu Williams for a while. Uh, Mitch Upe, okay. DJ Archer, Tom has to do nothing for me. No, uh, so yeah, that if I had to line these up, they'd be my last team.
2: I, I'd agree. I, I think that that's probably going to be your one of the two teams that don't make it to
1: Portland. And if any of you are listening to me and are pissed off at me, that's fine. Then then go do something, and then I'll say I was wrong. But I, I just, I have no faith in this team whatsoever. And it's unfortunate because they no, Waco, Texas is the home of Fixer Upper and yeah. Magnolia <laughs> Gardens and all that fun yeah. stuff that's going on. They have built a brand-new hotel uh that they redid. There's a half-hour show that we've been watching. We went online and looked. It's only $450 a night if you'd like to stay there. Uh Okay, <laughs> Phil, your
3: thoughts. Uh This is... This team is going to be the feast or famine team. They're either mm-hmm. going to finish in the top two or the bottom two. Mm-hmm. I don't see them being a middling team. If the, if Parker can get everybody working together, yeah, you know, you've got a great shot maker Who's with two. Who's the Hube manager of this two, team? Parker Bone. Parker's the player, oh, manager, player manager. That's right, 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 right. Yeah. So, uh,
2: who are you guys thinking are going to be the two teams that will make it to Portland, Maine? I can tell you who my two would be. Will not make it. Will not make it. Well, make it well to Portland, Waco Maine. is one. Yep.
1: Uh, and my other one.
2: Uh, I can tell you what I think I would I would be. Waco's going to be one. I think it's going to be Dallas Strikers would be the other. Yep, one. I agree. That will not make it to Portland. But
1: again, it, it, to me, it relies on Buttruth. If Buttruth bowls like a true one, then I think they have a chance to advance. If Buttruth bowls where he was drafted
3: and bowls like the fifth best player on the team, they're screwed. I, I think it all comes down to Jacob Buttruth. I'm going Adam splitters and Lumberjacks miss it. I'm saying Portland does everything back to no hometown. There is
1: no freaking way Kyle True and Chris Prather are not making it. There's no way, no way, no. I'll bet you on that myself. There's no freaking way, no <laughs> Dinner chance. Dinner and Matthews. Here we go. Fine, done, done. Yeah. No problem. All right, so Portland. Who is the other one? I got. I lost. You lost. Portland me. and Akron and the and the Adam Splitters. Sure, Akron. I can see possibly being a fiasco. Yes. Yeah, I, I could see Akron being a
3: fiasco. I don't think the Lumberjacks. Chris Vaughn,
1: yes for, for Lovois, Doherty. I have God, a feeling.
3: Lumberjacks. Lumber, no way. I just, you need. Let me tell you something. Five... If the Lumberjacks
1: don't make it, you will find Tom Clark. Shaking naked in the fetal, crying himself to sleep at night. If that damn team doesn't make it to bowling heaven,
2: I'm telling you right
1: now, it would be the absolute worst thing that could happen to the PBA tour. If that team does not make it to bowling heaven, which is their home joint. Holy crap. That would be awful. No, it can't happen. But look at that lineup. Find some kids behind there and knock pins down for them. Do what you got (laughs) to do, but they got to get to Portland folks. (laughs) That's just the deal.
2: I'm sorry. But look at that lineup. They're all were once on that team, except for Smallwood,
3: correct? Last year. But once again, when you're camped out as the home team for for how many straight years? Yeah, but they got that team chemistry from all the years of being together. But they got a bull on other seven different conditions this year. Phil's harping on that this whole podcast. This is not one condition. You've got to adjust it to win. I I understand that. You can't get by. You can get by a match if one guy is off. You're not getting by a guy. Uh, you're not getting by another team in a match if two guys are off. And just with Fa, Smallwood, and Cantaro, Smallwood's got to be on. And Fa and Cantaro, Fa hasn't had. The, he's been great at the regional level for a couple of years. I mean, three, he's four, five years Park now. He's phenomenal. Yeah. But when's the last time you saw him on a TV show? Other like, when I he won the it. Players Championship? And I and, understand. And as you look at the season points, all that yep. stuff. I see that point. You know, grandfather. You got you got troop and pray there. And if lot's three guys, now, three guys can't get you through, and you got the franchise, right, three guys can't get you through. Well, I'll have kids knocking pins down. Oh, they're Bob going to bowling. Four. They're
1: going to bowling heaven. I don't give a damn what happens. Yeah. <laughs> they're go. I can't yeah, have, have my whole team, team not show up right. at bowling heaven. Like that cannot be a damn thing. I'm sorry. You got to do what you got to do, Tom Clark. Do not allow that. <laughs> I know Charlie happen. Mitchell's
3: now pulled my pass from Bayside
1: Bowl. <laughs> so yeah. uh, sorry, Charlie. Oh, Charlie. I do not even think about how mad he'll be. But 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 see again. I still think he gets a big crowd regardless. Oh, yeah. But not having Kyle Troop on TV. Yeah. Holy crap. That would right. be a horrible. Uh, he is Dwight Albrecht, spare time pro shop. The last minute shopping needs for the holidays. Just go over there. and You can also follow him on Twitter at Dewey 300. Phil Brillo, $2. Phil, follow him at Bruce City Boeing. Uh, and uh, anything new and exciting with you, uh, Phil Brillo?
3: Just waiting for the 2024 20, PBA season to start. Beautiful, Just wait too. for that to get underway. Same thing. I yep.
1: uh, see Sparky Fiverr here. Follow me at Sparky Radio. Uh, like I said, we'll be back uh, in January. Be looking out for us probably that first week of January okay. after uh, New Year's Day. We'll be back at it. Enjoy the rest of your day, everybody. Have a good one. Uh, have a good holidays. Toodles. <laughs>